Hey, this is the Thrive Church Podcast. Our hope is this message will help you thrive with God and thrive in life. We'd love to have you join us on a Sunday soon. Enjoy the message. We're going to continue our series uh, with this message I have for you today called Run and See. Run and See. Now, I don't know about you, but I like a good sale, right? Like if there's something that I need or even if I want, I like when I get it like on a sale, like 50% off, 60% off, 80% off. God, you're a faithful, right? I love that. I love a sale uh, and getting something at a deal. But you know, companies or stores, they don't just put sales on because they're like, I just want to bless you, Josiah. They don't do that. There's actually a purpose behind putting things on sale, especially when seasons change, when you're moving from summer into fall or from winter to spring. They oftentimes there's sales for those things, right? Because what they're trying to do is they're trying to move the the items that are now not profitable to make room for now items that will be profitable in that new season, right? You don't see many people right now walking around in parkas in Calgary, maybe last week, but right now you don't. Why? Because the seasons change. So you don't have stores selling that as well. Why? So they get rid of, they put it on sale so that they can have room for the new so that they can have room for the new get rid of the things that are not profitable to make room for the things that are now profitable in that new season you know god has got good plans for our lives hope and a future for god to bless you to use you to walk in his plans purposes that god has for your life and we see actually in the life of abraham god did this he blessed him. He, he led him. Abraham walked in plans, purposes that actually affected generations further. And I want to highlight a part of Abraham's story that I believe will speak to you and I in this time of where we can recalculate so that we can run and see. Now, I'm going to read uh, Genesis 12 verse 1. So, and now the Lord had said to Abram, later on, Abram gets changed to Abraham, right? But God says to Abram, get out of your country from your family and from your father's house to the land that I will show you. I will make you a great nation and I will bless you and make your name great and you shall be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you and I will curse those who curse you and you and your family of the earth shall be blessed. Now who doesn't want that? Like that is good. That is God saying, I'm going to bless you. I've got good things for you. I'm going to lead you to this new place. Now it goes on here. It says, So Abram departed as the Lord had spoken to him and Lot went with him. And Abram was 75 years old when he departed from Haram. Then Abram took Sarai, his wife, and Lot, his brother's son, and all their possessions that they had gathered and the people whom they had acquired So he leaves, he goes on, and he goes to this new place. 
But something I find interesting in that scripture is, uh, is in verse 4, where it says, uh, Abram departed as the Lord had spoken to him, and Lot went with him. What I find interesting is Abram didn't say, hey, come with me, Lot. Lot just went with Abram to this new place. He, and what I find interesting is God actually said, leave your family, leave the place, you know, and go to this new place. But instead that Abram had someone come with them, he had Lot, who was his family, who God specifically said, separate yourself and go to this new place. Lot went with Abram. Now, continuing on in verse, um, in verse, thir- in chapter 13, we see this in chapter 13, verse seven, it says this, it says, and there was strife between the herdsmen of Abram's livestock and the herdsmen of the of Lot's livestock. Uh, the Canaanites and the Perizzites then dwelt in the land. So Abram said to Lot, please let there be no strife between you and me and between my herdsmen and your herdsmen for uh, we are brethren. Is it is not the whole land before you? Check this out. He says, please separate from me. If you take the left, then I will go right. If you go to the right, then I will go left. And so Lot lifted up his eyes and he saw, but there, there was strife. And so what did Abram say? He said, let's, let's not be fighting. Let's just separate ourselves. Let's separate ourselves. So we're not fighting. You choose where you want to go and I'll go the other way. So they separate from each other. Abram separates. And now I want to highlight something in verse 14. So, and the Lord said to Abram after he had separated from him being Lot, lift up your eyes now and look from the place where you are northwards, southwards, eastwards, and westwards. For all the land which I see, I will give to you and your descendants forever. I will make your descendants as the dust of the earth, so that if a man could number the dust of the earth, then your descendants also could be numbered. Arise, walk in the land through its length, its width, for I give it to you. Then Abram moved his tent and went and dwelt uh, by the trees. And so he goes now into this land that God had for him. But what I find interesting in this whole thing is that it was once Abram actually separated from Lot that God said, look up and see. Once Abram had, because God said, hey, move to this new land, separate yourself, go to the new, yet the old came with, Lot came with, and, and it actually took up space and didn't allow Abram to walk in what God had. A little side note that I find is interesting is that Lot, the name Lot in Hebrew actually means veil or cover. And so that as long as Lot was with Abram, he, Abram wasn't able to look up and see what God had. 
It was only when he separated himself what, and follow what God said that then God was able to say, look up and see what I have for you. And he was able to walk through the land. Once Abram got rid of the old and made room for what was profitable and new, he was able to walk in what God had for him. I think everybody has lots in their life that not aren't necessarily a person. Like don't be going around telling buddy, like, listen, you're my lot, right? Don't, don't do that. Don't do that. But you know, it could be, um, things that are taking up space that are not profitable for you in the next season and the new that God has for you, you know, Or it could be things that, hey, you didn't ask to come, but it just came with you, right? Just like Abram didn't say, Lot, come with me. Lot just came with Abram and and he wasn't able to walk into the new. I think until we separate ourselves from the old or the lot in our life, we will be able to see what God has for us, like what Abram had, and he was able to walk into what God had for him. You know, in uh, Hebrews 12 verse one, in Hebrews 12 verse one, it says this, it says, therefore we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us, uh, let us lay aside every weight and sin, every weight and sin, which so easily ensnares us. Let us, Run with endurance the race that God has set before us. Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising shame, and sat down at the right hand of God. You know, in here it says, wait, lay aside weight and sin. So there's sin, but then there's also weight. Things that weigh you down. I don't know about you, but I've, I've, uh, I love hiking and, um, I like before, uh, Levi, we would hike a lot and it was, it was awesome. It was a lot easier, but now we have this like kid's backpack and he sits in it. And with that extra 30 some pounds, it is so much harder right? It is, you're working so much harder. You're sweating so much more. What would be easier before is now a struggle. But man, when I, when Natalie looks at me all red in the face and says, um, Josiah, do you want to just switch for a little bit and I'll take Levi in the backpack? Oh man. When I, when Natalie, t- I shouldn't tell you this. Cause like I'm a dude, I should be like tough in it, but no, but when I give the backpack to Natalie and Levi sitting in it, man, it is so much easier to hike. Why? Because I don't have a weight on my back. I don't have weight on me. And the same way is there are things in life that weigh you down that weigh you down so that you can't run into that wide open spacious life that God has for you. That there are lots so that you can't see and weights that, that hold you down so that it's harder that you can't run into all that God has for you. 
But when we separate, leave uh, from what was not profitable, put that on sale, if you will, get rid of that out of your life, you will be able to run into what God has for you. And what God said to Abram, look up and see. You will be able to look up and see and then run into what God has for you. Now, Isaiah, Isaiah 43, verse 18, it says this. Do not remember the former things, nor consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I will even make roads in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. I love that scripture. That's one of my favorite scriptures. But where it says there is that do not remember the former things. There are some former things in, in your life that you need to let go of so because God is doing a new thing in your life that he wants to re like to set a new route for you. Just like Abram, Abram did just like what he did for Abram. But in order for us to see it and to walk in it, we need to separate and let go of those, those things, those old things, those things that are uh, laying, holding us down, weighing us down. Because God is trying to change. I think there are things that God is trying to change our plans, recalculate, but we need to get rid of that lot in our life so that we can run and see. What is, what is your lot? What is your lot in your life? Something that is not profitable for you in this season. And that's actually taking up space and maybe even weighing you down. What is your lot? Maybe it's, maybe it's Netflix. Maybe it's just the amount of Netflix that you watch that seems like it just sucks the time and sucks all the time. One more. Yeah, for sure. For sure. For sure. And it sucks the time from you. Maybe it's uh, uh, like the time I spend on my phone, right? Maybe that isn't profitable. Maybe it is a relationship in life or maybe it's unforgiveness that we have against someone. You know, I really think that actually unforgiveness is actually a grace blocker because the Bible talks about that God resists the proud, but gives grace God's empowerment to the humble. So if you want God's grace, more of God's grace, man, be humble. And so maybe it's unforgiveness. Maybe it's some habits that are just not profitable, that are just not profitable. Maybe it's listening to the wrong voices. Uh, maybe it's um, a way of thinking or a way of doing thing. I think everybody, everybody has lots in their life. Things that God says, listen, you need to separate yourself from that so that you can see what I have for you so that you can walk in what I have for you. And you know, different lots for different people that different God will speak to different people about things that he says, Hey, this isn't profitable for you in this season. Now, something that I uh, really enjoy is traveling. I like the destination, but the whole getting there isn't necessarily always my favorite. So uh, I was going to this place in the States and it was just, I was traveling by myself. And so I was sitting in the airport. You remember those airports? Um, but I was sitting there in the airport and there is nothing to do. 
Like, and my flight got delayed. I went past the baggage check already. So what did I do? I downloaded this farming chicken app. Like it was like you raise chickens. So I was playing this for the full duration. I tell you this, I was rocking my chicken farm. Okay. I was doing so good. And so I played this as I waited in the airport. And so then I got there and as I was coming home on the, uh, as I was waiting in the airport, I was playing my chicken game, but something happened is I kept that chicken game on my phone and sure enough, I'm at my house playing the chicken game. I'm like at the dinner table thinking, okay, how are my chickens doing on my chicken game? And like it was profitable at the time because I was selling a lot of dozens of eggs on my chicken game on my phone. But in that airport it was. But what happened is eventually that became a lot in my life, if you will. It started to steal uh, and take away things and actually took away productive space for other things. It was no longer productive. It probably was never productive, but it was no longer productive at my home with my family. It wasn't productive when I could be, you know, reading, I could be getting into the word, but no, I'm playing a chicken game. That was a lot. So what did I do? I took out my phone after all my progress, I, I held it down, hit delete, said, are you sure you want to delete this app and all your progress? Yeah. <laughs> I said, yes. And I literally deleted everything. I separated myself from the chicken app. Now you're going to look on the app store and be like, what game was he playing? Don't even, you'll download it, play it, don't do it. But I separated myself from that, which was taking real estate, taking the space of what God wanted to do. It took up opportunities that God wanted to separate ourselves from the lot. Those things that are taking space or even a veil in our lives. You know, Psalms uh, 139, Psalms 139 Verse 23, it says, search me, O God, know my heart, try me and know my anxieties. See if there's any wicked way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. You know, I believe we can ask God, God, search my heart, reveal to me, show me what are those things in my life? that are like a veil, that are like a weight, that are weighing me down and keeping me out of what you have for me. Because God is doing a new thing. He wants to recalculate some things in your life, for you to go a new path. But in order for you to see it and for you to walk in it, and not only walk, but that you can run in it, that we need to lay aside those things that are, maybe they were profitable for you in one season of your life, but now God's doing a new thing. And then we need to lay those things aside, separate ourselves and allow God to show us so that we can run in what God has for us. And you know, you don't have to do it on your own either, that God will empower you, that it's not by your might, not by your power, but it's by his spirit. So as God reveals to you, as you say, God, show me what is, it's not productive in my life anymore, or is, is stealing or weighing me down that you can lay that and he will actually help you. He will empower you. 
He, you'll be able to do it by his strength, not by you just uh, willing more to do it. You can just say, God, I'm partnering with you. God, help me to remove this from my life. Or God, give me the strength to, to have that conversation. He will do it. As you separate yourself, just like Abram, I believe that you will run and you will see what God has because he's got something new for you. Hey, if you've never made Jesus Lord of your life, but you want to today, know this is that God loves you so much that he loves you so much that he gave his son Jesus for you. If you ever wonder what, what's my value, this is how much God values you. He values you at the price of perfection. He values you at Jesus because he gave Jesus for you. If you're here today watching and you want to make Jesus Lord of your life, or maybe you just want to say, Josiah, I just want to hit the reset button with my relationship with God. And there are some things that are weighing me down in life. I just want to hit the reset button. You can pray this prayer right now with me. Say this, it says, Jesus, I make you Lord of my life. Thank you for loving me, dying on the cross, taking my sins, rising again. Make you Lord of my life. Thank you for filling me with your love, your power, and for guiding me. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, know we love you, that God is for you. And why not today take a moment and say, God, what are the lots in my life that I need to separate so that I can get rid of what was, what's not profitable in my life for what is profitable now, making room for what you have so I can run and see. Why don't we pray this right now? Father, I thank you that you've got good plans, a hope, a future. That God, I just ask that you would even reveal to every single person, what are those lots? What are those things in our life that were at one time profitable that, but that are not now or that have never been and they just weigh us down? Father, I just ask that you would reveal those things and that you would help us remove and separate those things so that we can run and see what you have for us. Father, I thank you that if things have changed in life, if there's things that we didn't see coming, that you saw them coming, that it wasn't a surprise to you and that you have good plans, that you order our steps, you'd lead us and direct us. So Father, I thank you for even removing things that would, would even be a veil over our eyes so that, that we don't see what you have. Father, I thank you for removing veils so that we can see and experience what you have for us. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to Thrive Church Podcast. We hope this message helped you thrive with God and thrive in life. We'd love to have you join us a Sunday soon. For more information about Thrive Church, you can go to our website, thrivecalgary.ca. See you next time.